Welcome to Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader, with your host, Mr. James Gardino Sr. That's me. I'm going to be talking about dividend stocks and investing for weekly cash flow. My main goal, 1% return per week. These are live trading sessions. If you want to join in, just let me know. Now, on with the show. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. This is James from Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader, where we invest in dividend stocks for weekly and monthly cash flow. Now, you can use any of these strategies that I'm using for your own investing. Okay, I'm not telling you what to buy. I'm not uh, giving you any advice whatsoever. I'm just doing what I'm doing for educational purposes, entertainment, whatever you want to call it. But my main goal here is to safely and predictably attain a minimum of 1% return per week. Now, I use very safe strategies that are easy to comprehend. <clears throat> Have any questions or you needing more help, just feel free to reach out to me. Anyway, it is 12.09, Monday, October 11th. It is the second week of the last quarter of the year. I'm sitting here in my mobile studio. I'm in Brockton, Mass. Just traveling around a little bit. Heading up to Maine next week. That ought to be fun. Uh, but at the end of the month, that was that, two and a half weeks away, I'm heading south to Florida for the winter. Why? Because I like it warm and cozy. It's getting a little chilly up here. Anyway, let's jump on in, <clears throat> get to work, and see what we're going to do. Now, first off, if you were following me uh, last week, you noticed that I had, um, what do you call it? Oh, I had a couple of trades that were a little questionable. ACN is top of the list. <clears throat> Now, we got to get rid of ACN. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to sell it at the market. Whatever the price is at the moment, it's out of here. So I'm selling the 200 shares of ACN. That's one of those ones I did an uh, option play on last week. I, collect, I collected the option. All right, I just sold it at $327.96. Made a little bit of profit on it. What did we make? All right, we made $554 off of that one. I'm halfway to my goal already. Woohoo! Anyway, that put me into a, uh, a T-reg call. For those of you who don't know what a T-reg call is, that is a margin call. That means when the value of your stocks go below the amount of money you have available, then they want you to kick in a little cash. So rather than putting in the cash... I just sold off a piece that I really didn't want to buy in the first place. CINF, that's next on the list. Let's see what they're doing today. CINF, Cincinnati Financial. Now, we got Cincinnati Financial at, um, I think it was, I forget. Uh, wow. Wherever I am, I'm having lousy reception, and I don't know why. Okay. Cincinnati Financial is a monthly optionable stock. I usually don't do monthly optionable stocks, but I collected the premium premium on this, 90 cents a share, which is not bad. 
I collected the dividends, and now this thing is up for sale at um, the 120. It's sitting at 121 at the moment. Let's go through the whole rigmarole, whatever you want to call that. Cincinnati Financial started out the year last year, 52 weeks ago today, at 80.54. That's just before the election. Donald Trump was still in the office. Now, funny thing is, is after the election, this thing goes up to hit a new high at 125.67. Okay? It was in the 80s when old Donnie Boy was in office. Why? Because old old Jojo, Uncle Joe or Grandpa Joe, I don't even know what they call him nowadays. But old man Joe dumped in trillions, not millions, not billions, but trillions. Trillions of dollars into the into the marketplace. Not the stock marketplace, but gave it to the people, to businesses, to uh, some stimulus program crap. And you know who gets to pay for it? Us. Us taxpayers. What happened to all the money? As you can see, it all went into, well, a lot of it went into the stock market. Why would a stock that's usually around 80 or 90 jump up to 125? You know why? Because billions of dollars got dumped in the stock market. Anyway, don't get me started on that crap. Uh, the stock is sitting at 121.86. We're selling this thing at 120. I'm losing $3.21 per share. And it's not going to expire until next Friday. Not this Friday, but next Friday. So I got another week and a half of holding on to this thing. And I really, really, I, I can't even say it enough, really dislike monthly optional stocks. I used to love them until they came out with the weeklies. Now, instead of getting it, you know, uh, four or five percent per month using an, a monthly optional stock, now I can get eight to ten percent per month using weeklies. All right. Anyway, I digress. Let's 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 move on. Triple M is next on the list. One, two, three M's. There we go. Triple N started out the. Oh wow, this thing's slow to load. They say the phone service is supposed to be better. You're supposed to have all this new crap and whatever. Uh, all this new technology, and this thing's loading really slow. All right, a year ago today, it was at 169. After the election, this bad boy jumps up to 208. Goes sideways for quite a bit, and then right around the middle of August, drops down, finding some support at 173. She's sitting at 178 at the moment. <clears throat> now, we got this bad boy at 198. Okay. Uh, we collected uh, dividends on this thing. And I have an extra share. So I'm going to dump off one of these extra shares just to, you know, make my life easier. <laughs> All right. So I got one share at the market. I just want to get rid of it. All right, so that's one share at the market to, to whatever to get rid of that one. All right, so I'm still at 3M. <clears throat> 194, let's see what we can trade this bad boy for. Um, all right, she's just sitting at 180 at the moment, so let's go. You know what? I'm going to go 182 and a half only because um, 
because it's not really worth anything. What is it, 20 bucks? Allows you 20, but, but you know what? Funny thing, it's got 100 shares of 3M, okay? I collected the dividends on the 100 shares. I collected a premium this week, premium last week, a premium before the week that. I've collected more in premiums than I did in the dividends themselves. So I'm just gonna hold on to the stock and keep collecting di uh, premiums. It's 20 bucks a, a, a week. That's 80 bucks a month on 100 shares. That's more than I got in the dividends. So why would I continue that? Anyway, it is what it is. Okay, where are we? Whoa. Okay, okay, all that's working right. Okay, next on the list is Procter and Gamble. Now, why am I in the money on Procter and Gamble? Okay, we just sold uh, one share, 177. Whoop-a-dee-doo. right, Procter & Gamble started out the year last year, 52 weeks ago today, at 141. Sorry, 144.10. I was like, that decimal point threw me off there for a little bit. 144.10. Funny thing is, she's sitting at 142.12 today. So she's down $2 over the year. But uh, from 52 weeks ago today, from the 144, she drops to a low at 121, and that was in the beginning of March. From there, she jumps up to a trading range at 135, sits there for a while, and continues to hit a high at 147. She's sitting at 144 at the moment. And what are we looking at? Now I'm a little confused with this one. Hmm. That's interesting. So apparently, I had a covered, not a covered call, a calendar spread that wasn't showing. Remember last week? I had calendar spread that wasn't showing for Procter & Gamble. It only showed the spread that, that cleared out. Apparently, um, this is not looking good. All right. Apparently, I, I sold, I shorted 1,000 shares at 138, but... I have uh, 10 contracts that I bought at 279 that are now worth five and a quarter. So the higher the stock goes, the higher the value of my options go, but I lose money on the, the stocks. Wow, that's an interesting one. Hmm. Gonna have to give me a minute on that one. <clears throat> this was a calendar spread that wasn't being shown last week, so I couldn't figure out what to do with it because it wasn't showing up on my account. And I don't know why it wasn't showing up on my account, but hey, it is what it is. So I'm taking a look at this and I'm trying to figure out what's the best scenario to do that. Let me come back to this one. Let me see what else I got to go over that one. Uh, Philip Morris. We're going to take a look at that. 
No, wow. Philip Morris, we got at 106, and now she's sitting at 95. That's not going to do me any good. Now, let's see what the trade grid looks like for Philip Morris. She's at 95.01. The bid, 95.02. The ask. This thing is loading so slow, it's just ridiculous. Okay, so Philip Morris, a year ago today, was at 78.88. She dropped down to a low at 68.93. And that's three or four days before the election. After the election, this thing soars up to 106, almost doubles in price. Really? I ask you, really, really, really? No, not really. That's because of that stupid money that Biden threw in. All right, she's sitting at just below 95. I don't want to sell the 96s. That's too close. Let's do the 97s. And we have... Six hundred. So we need to sell six at eighteen. That's gonna bring a hundred bucks. Oh crap. Alright, so I'm gonna sell six contracts. Philip Morris. One hundred fifteen October twenty-one. That is this coming up Friday. The ninety-seven called at eighteen cents a share to open. All right, that's that one. Off to the races you go. Oh, I've got 23, so that gave me a little bit more money. STX, my cash cow. Let's see what that's going to do for me today. STX, got to love it. All right, we got it at 95, and she's sitting at 81. Oh, come on. All right, a year ago today, she was at 51.16. Just before the election, she had 46.92. After the election, she jumps up to 106.22. Really? Come on. Did the company really double in six months? No, I don't think so. But anyway, there it is. 106.22. From there, she drops down to a trading range between 83 and 88, sitting at 81.41 today. Now, Let's see what the seasonality says for STX. Where is she going to go in the next couple of weeks? Well, actually, the next couple of days. I only really care about what it's going to do for the next four or five days. Because I want to know what kind of option I should sell on this thing. Okay, so this is basically flat just going sideways. That's it. She's sitting at 82. Or just under 82. So we're going to do the 80. Hmm. Sitting at 81. Sitting at 81. We're looking at 84. 290 bucks. All right. So I'm going to sell 10 STX 100s. 15 October 21, which is this Friday. The 84 call for 29 cents a share to open. Let's see what that fills at. It's another 300 bucks. Uh, 
and VFC's last on the list. All right, 32, that's 320 bucks. Okay, that works. Last on the list is VFC. VFC. Now, VFC started out the last year at 77.61. Drops down to hit 66.55 just before the election. From there, she jumps up to hit 90.79 as a high. From there, she drops down to 80 and goes for a couple of months at 80. Drops down again to hit a new low at 65.34. She's bouncing around that area. She's sitting at 69.60 at the moment. Hit a high at 70. Let's see, we're at 74. We get 800 shares at 74.47. Let's see what we can trade these babies at. See what they're worth today. VFC into the trade grid. Before we do that, let's check out the seasonality to see where we have some kind of idea where this thing's going to go. Ooh, right here. All right, she's going to go up and then down and sideways. Okay, so she's sitting at 69. So let's do. 72. All right. 72 is going to bring us 20 cents a share. We have eight share, eight contracts. That's 160 bucks. That's not a whole heck of a lot. All right. This is what it sounds like. Sell eight VFC 100s. That's the weeklies. 15 October 21. That is this Friday. The 72 call at 20 cents. Limit order to open. That should give me right around 160 bucks. At 20 cents exactly. All right, so that's 160 bucks. All right, so we made 500 off of ACM, 177 from uh, 3M. Um, 180 from Philip Morris, 320 from STX, which is Seagate, and then 160 from VFC. So there's all the money right there, and we got to come right back to Procter and Gamble and find out what the heck we're going to do about Procter and Gamble. All right, let's bring Procter & Gamble back up into the trade grid. She's sitting at 141.89, bouncing off that low um, uh, support at 137. All right, she's sitting on right, just under 142. Well, let's close out this trade.
let's see how that happens. What is it? It is a covered call a debit at 136. And it's going for 136.81. And we're trying to get 186.84. She's sitting at 186.83 and a half. So that should fill pretty soon. That should basically clear us up and bring us in a good spot for tomorrow. So let's take a look at who is available for today. All right. So that's the positions that we have. Let's go and take a look at the Dividend Kings. See what we got. It is the 11th. So we're looking at the last week of the month. And boy, is this thing loading slow. Okay, so we have to figure out where we are, where we're going. Last week of the month. Ooh, check it out. We got a triple play possibility on the 16th, which is the end of the month, for Hormel. I love triple plays. They don't happen that often. But we are definitely going to check that out for, uh, for this week. And I'll probably go over that tomorrow or the next day. But right at the moment... We got NWN. Now, I actually own some of this in a different account. It's got a Northwest Natural Holdings. I believe they're Dividend King, um, number one. Number two, they got the dividend come up in two weeks. Number three, they have, last I knew, they had over 900,000 customers. And they supply oil, gas, electricity to the Northwest. That's Oregon, Washington, Utah, uh, Northern California, over almost a million customers, and they've been increasing their dividends every single year for all the, over 50 years, which I found that kind of strange because the dividend is only 48 cents. If you increase every month, every year, what they start out with, a, a, you know, a penny, because they have 48 cents now. All right. Anyway, that's neither here or there. NWN. Let's take a look at that. Sided out the year ago at 46.81. Just after the election, she dropped down to 43. After the election, she jumps up to 52. Not a huge jump. But then, after that, drops all the way down to 41.71. That's the low of the year. And that was in the middle of January. But from there... A couple of months later, she's at the high of the year at 56.75. Gone slightly downwards, bouncing off the bottom of 45. Not the low of the year, but pretty close. She's sitting at 46.69. Three down days in a row does not make me a happy camper. I don't like seeing three down days in a row. But, seasonality speaking... This is not something you want to hold to the end of the year, in my humble opinion. But at this point in time, from where we are, it's a nice uptrend. Okay? That's good. It's a nice uptrend with the seasonality. That's always a good thing. Let's go to the big chart for NWN. NWN. There we go. All right. NWN. She's hit a plateau with the with the movement. So she's just going sideways. But she got the three down days in a row. Does not make me a happy camper. 
Um, buyers are advancing, sellers are retreating. However, there's still more sellers than there are buyers. Uh, volume looks to be just about right. Um, let's take a look at the trade grid. The bid is 46.62 and the ask is 46.73. That's an 11 cent spread. Now this is a weekly optionable stock. And I don't think I can actually do anything. I'll be more in tune a little bit later. That thing should have filled by now because I get it. Um, my stop limit is 136.84 and the price is 136.91. Now, why didn't that thing fill? I don't know. Alrighty. So, let's take a look at if we were going to do. Wow, the numbers aren't even registering for. There's no open interest. No open interest on the options for this company. That's got to suck. What does a spread look like? She's sitting at 46. I do the 40, 45. And that's going for ooh, a 25% return. Okay. The 40, 45. And it's in the money. So you got to love this one. And I don't have enough money for, to do this one, but I might have it tomorrow. Um, yeah, that's... Got rejected. Anyway, uh, <clears throat> that's a good trade. But that's the only dividend king on the list. And you know what? We're going to take a look at Warren Buffett's list. And that will be it for today. And tomorrow we'll look at the uh, dividend aristocrats. That can't be right. Warren Buffett's list. Here we go. All right. So Warren Buffett's got two on his list. BK, which is... The Bank of New York, a 31 cent dividend. Let's take a look at BK, see what they look like. BK, they started out the year last year at 37.31. Just before the election, she dropped down to the low of the year at 33.19. Now, from there, it was a continuous, this is a beautiful upward chart. 33.19, she hits a high at 56.65. Didn't double in price. But still, <coughs> ooh, sorry about that. Fifty-six, fifty-five is the high of the year, and that's today. All right. So, does she have room to go any higher? Let's find out. What does the seasonality look like for Bank Mellon? Bank Mellon is going to go sideways for the next couple of days. Actually, for the next couple of weeks, which is good for um, covered calls. Okay, so let's look at the big chart for BK. Now, what are we looking at? Ooh, nice upswing. Gotta love this one. This is beautiful. All right, so it does have momentum. <coughs> the buyers <coughs> are way outperforming the sellers. It's almost a three to one split. Three times as many buyers as there are sellers. And she is in an uptrend. Looks nice. Let's take a look at the trade grid. Uh, the bid is 56.17. The ask is 56.18. So it's only a one cent spread. Okay, so if we were going to do a covered call on this, 
656. Ooh, there you go. Right there, ladies and gentlemen. Dividend King. Dividend's coming up in two weeks. She's in a nice, strong uptrend. Um, everything looks great. And you could buy it at the money right now at 56.15 and then sell the uh, the covered call at 65.70 cents a share. That is more than 1% for the week. There you have it. That's for those of you who want to do that. Let's take a look at one more. Ooh. Well, let's take a look at the spread on this just for the fun of it. Um, there we go, fifty-five, fifty-six. Because she'd be actually in the money at the moment, seventy-three cents. That's a thirty percent trade, right there. Thirty percent trade as long as she stays above fifty-six. That's cool. The fifty-five, fifty-six debit spread would give you a a little bit over thirty percent, thirty-three percent return. Close to 35%. That's not bad at all. But the stock would have to stay above 56. She's at 56.14 at the moment. And it had a high today of 56.65. Can she maintain that? Sure she can. Is she going to? You never know. And that's the beauty of the stock market. You just don't. Okay, so that's going to wrap it up for today. Tomorrow we're going to take a look at the dividend aristocrats. And maybe a few other things. But... Until then, we're going to see how everything unfolds. Let's take a look at what we're looking at today. We had quite a bit of sales going. And I don't understand why that's still working. Okay, I got the limit order at 136.84. And the market price is 136.86. I'm going to cancel it and replace it with the market order. Market order. There you go. All right, so I'm going to replace that covered that uh, spread, and there she goes. She just filled at one thirty-six ninety-seven. That's even higher than I was going to go for in the first place. All right, so now I have money to play with. Ooh, look at that! I got fifty-seven hundred. Yay! And what did I say was a good one? Oh, oh, oh! Bank Mellon. Let's let's do that one. Bank Mellon BK. Let's do another calendar. Um, there we go. She's at 56 right now. BK, BK, there we go. Come on. All right, so BK the 56. Under the 56. All right, so 10 contracts at 56 is 813 bucks. So let's see what that size. All right, so I'm going to buy 10 calendar on BK, the 100, which is the weeklies, which is 22 October. That's the 21 over the 15, October 21. Okay? So that is, I'm buying and selling uh, 
a calendar spread. For those of you who don't understand what a calendar spread, I'm buying the long-term calendar, long-term option, and then I'm buying the long term and I'm selling the short term and what I'm looking to do is I'm looking to gain money now I'm buying this for 80 cents a share okay and there you have it alright that's one there was, there was one more oh I bought it for 75 cents a share that's pretty good there was one more I wanted to look at uh, Procter Gamble was that it I don't think so SYF let's take a look at SYF SYF Synchrony Financial started out the year at 2884 found its low at 2447 just before the election 2447 just before the election after the election this thing shoots up and hits a high of 5220 doubles in price in less than a year imagine that she's at 5027 at the moment. Let's take a look at where do we think she's going to go in the next couple of days. Sideways, I love sideways. Sideways and uptrends are always good, but sideways are great for um, calendar spreads. And I think I'm going to do another calendar spread only because uh, before I do that, let's jump onto the charts. Big chart for SYF. SYF. Now, this is not a dividend king, not a dividend aristocrat. This is on Warren Buffett's list. Okay, This is one of Warren Buffett's stocks, so he must know something that I don't know. And that works for me. Okay, So what works for me is someone who's successful and, and, and uh, flaunts his success. Well, he doesn't really flaunt it, but people like have him under a microscope or something. But, all right, she's in a sideways trend. The buyers and sellers are spreading. There are more buyers than there are sellers. Uh, the volume looks just about right. There's no abnormalities there. Let's take a look at the trade grid. Uh, the bid is 50.29 by 50.30. There you go. So it's at 50. So if I buy the 50 calendar for a, for 80 cents, really? All right. Let's see what happens. So we're going to buy 10 contracts, the 50. 813 bucks, 10 contracts. There we go. So we're going to keep an eye on these and see how it works. I'm going to take a quick picture of all my stuff to see how it works and then go from there. All right. Other than that, let's take a quick snapshot. Wrong one. Take a quick snapshot. Uh, I like to take a snapshot every Monday to see what my trades look like. And this actually doesn't look that bad. And I have 4200 bucks to play with for tomorrow. So we can do some more spreads. Can't really buy a whole heck of a lot with that. And there it goes. She's just filled at 80. Uh, la, 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 la. Let's do this one more time. Because that one filled. That's where I'll have it on record of it filling. And today is October 11th. Come on. There we go. Come on. Ah. All 
October 11, 2021. Trades. There you have it. Now I got it saved. Oh, that's fine and dandy. So, you guys, I'm going to catch you guys tomorrow. We're going to do some more trading tomorrow, and hopefully we can make some more money and see how it goes. Other than that, this is James from Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader, where we look to obtain a measly, lousy, minuscule 1% per week. That's it. We're already over our 1% for the week, but that's always going to uh, depend on... That's those couple spread trades. How are they going to pan out? We will see. This is James. I'm out of here, and I'll catch you guys tomorrow. Well, that wraps up another session. I want to thank you for joining us. If you want to follow along with some of these live session trades, let us know. If you have any questions, we can get back to you. And have a great day. Well, that wraps up another session. I want to thank you for joining us. If you want to follow along with some of these live session trades, let us know. If you have any questions, we can get back to you. And have a great day.